was popping party peoples panda ceo here and i thank you for listening to the panda ceo show and this is the season of love so we got a podcast segment for you another show binge binge show all about the fountain that's right hugh jackman the fountain looking for immortality so if you found the fountain if you would you drink would you want to live forever these are the questions and these are the stories that we are going to be tackling in this episode of panda ceo show so sit back get your snacks and we gonna start the show let's go come on come on step right up step right up come watch the show you're listening to the binge show show binge segment your host panda ceo takes your recommendations for binge worthy shows movies shorts and more today we are binging a netflix series that was recommended to me by my niece so i'm not sure never seen it not sure how good it is this segment gives our honest insights spoilers and reviews for your viewing pleasure. First of all, you got a zombie apocalypse you just trying to figure out. And now you just figured out there's a multiverse? Mind blown. That will damper your day. <laughs> so send us your recommendations. We got plenty ways you can do it. Visit PCEOcentral.com DM our social media. Give us a call or text. All links to reach us are in the description. Why, thank you. And remember, you can hate us, you can love us, and you can hear us. Stay wild. Party people, party people, what y'all doing? How's it going? Panda CEO show podcast. Oh, here we go. It's the season for love, a season for love. Get it all together, you know. Heard it all before, and this is how it go. So, baby, I love you. Baby, I need you, but baby, I hate you. You just don't please me. Why are we doing this? and forth round and round all the town why you know that all i wanna do is get down so let's talk about which love do you have while we show binge the binge show here we go (laughs) i think y'all i think i did a little bit better i got lost in the middle but fuck it so today on the panda ceo show i thank y'all for listening to the podcast we are here it is the love month and we talking about love all types of love and stay tuned because i love the conversation of love y'all have no idea how much i love talking about love it is the best type of drug there is we all drug addicts for love man y'all just don't know i can't wait till we get on this topic next time so if you want to be on the show don't forget you could be a guest send us a message on anchor or dm our social media go to our website pceocentral.com and submit the form be on the show we'll talk about love but today our show binge binge show segment is all about the fountain because it was recommended but to me by amazon amazon said you know what this is this is something you may like and i said word amazon you really think so well let's watch it okay and so i did and i can tell you that i was not not impressed 
Hugh Jackman's in it and he seeks immortality by traveling through the past, present, and future. It's a weird story. And if you're not a big fan of time travel or don't have a good grasp on time as a theory, then this movie might catch you slipping, you know, because he it's three stories told in one about the same thing. It's Hugh Jackman's story about how he's losing his wife to this this disease and how he's a scientist trying to race to, to cure her. And also the story of his wife telling the same exact story of her husband doing the same thing, but just in a more fanciful type of setting. And also there's a third story being told, but it's attached to both stories where he's this monk type man and he's taking pieces of this tree because it gives him immortality and he's traveling to Zaboba. this look we'll get into it not gonna sit here and tell y'all the whole thing right now so we're going to be listening to a little bit of clips also we're going to be pausing in the middle and having deep conversations about what our idea of love is and we I feel like in relationships, we don't talk about this as much because we're so afraid to bear ourselves to our partner. But wasn't that the agreement? Anyway, I hope you all enjoy it because I thoroughly enjoyed the movie, but um, I can find positives in most movies. So find out for yourself. The Fountain, it's on Amazon. And I would definitely say it is a recommended watch by me. Maybe. Yeah, recommend it if you're into movies that are, are real deep and get you thinking. So set this first clip up. Um, it's a little bit into the movie where the wife has this disease. He is scrambling to find a cure for her. She is sitting on the roof looking at a telescope and she's explaining to him the premise of her book, but also is giving him clues deeper into the meaning of what's going to happen and trying to get him to accept that sometimes you have to relinquish your control out of life. And here we go. Mayans called it Shibaba. Shibaba? their underworld hmm. place the dead souls go to be reborn what? what are you talking about my book i'm writing about it i thought it took place in spain begins there ends there are you done almost good when do i read it someday soon it will explode die and give birth to new stars how amazing that the mines chose a dying star to represent their underworld all the healthy points of light in the sky. How did they find one that was dying? Where are your shoes? As you can hear, the moment she mentions death, he completely changes his tone to, what are you talking about? It gets a little bit more serious. You know, it was whimsical at first. She's talking to looking to the stars, being real philosophical. But as soon as the sensitive uh, comment comes up about her dying, he completely turns it into don't talk like that. And sometimes in a relationship where you have those situations and someone is terminally ill, it is their show. At that point in time, you are ushering in the end of an era of a life that you have to let them write that show. 
entertain the notion of whatever it is they want to do because they will get no more moments in the future and you cannot be selfish to try to steal those moments with your anger your fear your resentment your whatever you're feeling in that moment because it is not your show they are dying there's nothing more to say that you can come up with to excuse that I stole your show because I don't want you to die but the fact of the matter is I'm dying and this is how I would like to end this show so tell me what y'all think am I wrong to think that he stole the moment in trying for her to try and explain how she wants to write her book or is his concerns valid I mean every opinion is valid but I think that in some instances in controlling in relationships, there are certain circumstances that you just have to like, you're right. It's your show. It's your turn to drive. You got this. Be fair, man. Just be fair. But what do I know? Uh, fun fact about the movie, the lead cast played by Hugh Jackman was supposed to be casted by Brad Pitt. Could y'all imagine Brad Pitt in this movie? I mean, there are certain things that you like and every movie's like this and will smith said something like this he said hey remember the matrix they had pitched that to me and i was supposed to be the lead as neo could you imagine a matrix with will smith and i mean just these alternate choices that we choose and and the reason brad pitt's not in it is because the movie was really casted in 2002 however it did not come out until 2004 because the movie was canceled originally this movie was almost almost ceased to exist it had an original 70 uh 75 million dollar budget and then it was taken down to 20 million when warner brothers picked it back up so imagine the, the things in life that you know you don't even realize happens because of circumstance but that was a real fun fact instead of instead of we instead of hugh jackman looking for immortality you would have brad pitt searching for him man I wonder what that would look like but anyway i'm digressing so her theory of stars in the skies is not wrong but the the most accurate theory is Stuart herschel's and if anyone you know watches or follows neil degrasse tyson he was on a show he did where they talked about how every star in the sky is really a big sun it's really a whole galaxy and the star is dead because it takes the light from the star travels very fast faster than anything but it's not infinitely fast it takes time to reach us so by the time we see that light that means that star is already dead so the stars are nothing but ghosts in the sky so now all stars are living is what the the notion that i wanted to to stress that when you look up that most of those stars are already dead galaxies it just takes while a while for the light to reach you and that made me think about how how people are the same earth is his own universe and people are the stars and from birth we shine bright and slowly march towards death it is only in old age do we wisen up to the reality of the unknown 
And that's what his fear was. His real fear was he didn't know what life would be like without her. And that, my friends, is love. You got a man that is lurking, that is looking throughout the earth to find immortality for you. Then I might as well just bring out my theory of love now. So I truly believe that love because in all reality, love is nothing but a chemical reaction of dopamine into your brain and everybody loves that dopamine. It is a physical reaction of what you are experiencing. Your brain is telling you that you love this so much, whatever it may be. And you have to understand that that is a drug addict. That's why we all love love so much because that dopamine hits you in that rush and you get high and you're like, oh, this is great. But remember in the aspects of that, that you have to realize that you are on drugs. And they don't always get you in the right mindset to think straight. That because true love, real love, that unconditional love, that oh, I love you for you love. Ain't nobody trying to give that up. So why would you sit there and sabotage a relationship if you say you love them? Some of us got to start taking stock in this whole situation of quote unquote love. Because if you love it on him, but you know you starting random arguments with him for no entire reason. Maybe that's your subconscious telling you that maybe girl, this ain't love. Baby girl, maybe he not the one. And if he hitting on you, but then the moment he loving on you, girl, then that's some upside down love. And then you have to take stock into your life. Well, is this the love I'm ready to experience for the rest of my life? Because you only get one shot at this and you but you get multiple opportunities to find love. You get multiple opportunities for a hit to slay a dragon. You might die. Yes, it might kill you. But that's the journey to life, man everything could kill us it's all risky doing nothing is risky doing something is risky but the risk has to be calculated and worth the worth the taking for you so next time you enter into a relationship take a minute take a day take yourself out and if you're a person that got to write it down write it down but start going through the aspect of in this relationship that i want to embark upon does this person love me as if I want to be loved. Not that person fine, that person got this, that person got that. At the end of the bowls down, those things will eventually fade away or they may grow oversized and smother you. But either way, it's all about the dopamine. So does this person do the dopamine for me that I'll be able to endure those obstacles in blissful ignorance? And if the answer is no, if the honor answer is no, then you got to do the right thing and break up from that person. Don't waste people's time. Time is the most precious commodity that you are not getting back. Time is the one thing that they not making more of. It used to be time and land, but people in Dubai told y'all how to do it. Ain't islands out here on y'all. But we going to take a quick break and come back and check out some more clips and talk about how this love unfolds and we back and we back and we back and we back and thank y'all for staying with us so we were talking about losing sight of the plan the pursuit of love 
And that's what happens in the pursuit of sometimes the person that you love so much, you lose sight of the goal. You lose sight of the plan. And he kind of lost sight of the plan. His goal was to really love her during her end of times, to give her the best send off that he could do. It is the most selfless thing that he could have done. But he wrapped it up into I'm not going to let you go. I don't want to let you go. And in the pursuit to save the one that he loved, he dearly lost sight of the love he intended to save. He couldn't see the forest for the trees. He was too close to see it. But I'm going to play this next clip for y'all and y'all, and we're going to talk about it. Always conquering. No, no, something amazing. We tested That's this. for you. It's for me. What is it? To open it. Pen and ink for writing. It's all done except the last chapter. I want you to help me. How? Finish it. I don't know how it ends. You do. You will. Stop. Remember Moses Morales? Who? The Mayan guide I told you about. From your trip? The last night I was with him, he told me about his father, who had died. But Moses wouldn't believe it. No, no, listen. Listen. He said, if they dug his father's body up, he would be gone. They'd planted a seed over his grave. The seed became a tree. Moses said his father became part of that tree. He grew into the wood, into the bloom. And when a sparrow ate the tree's fruit, his father flew with the birds. He said, death was his father's road to awe. Man, I love movies so much because they give you the perspective of learning so much about life scenarios and give you deep insight into is the meaning of life if you're searching for answers. But in in this clip, she's basically telling him that I'm going to die and I need you to finish this book. And in her perspective, she knows that this is her time and she's trying to help him out. And in in my opinion, selfish as fuck. Because even though I'm dying, I still have to coddle you. And you're not the one dying, bruh. But I get it. I get it. When it seems every depiction of someone dying is just they have this such enlightened moment. And I've seen it before with my own eyes. When you're really no longer afraid to die, that burden, that unburdens you from so much BS in your life that you can finally start seeing clearly for all the things that you may have wanted to do or for all the questions that you may have wanted to answer in life because you no longer have that weight distracting you. So she gives him her book to finish and spoiler alert, I'm let y'all know now that she dies. I mean, if you didn't catch it before, my girl gone and he he has to deal with that and she tries to give him an avenue to escape into to give him some type of solace in remembering her but sometimes we are so controlled by our own grief and we are so in the muck of our own emotions that we can literally not see the forest for the trees 
it's just like the soul reference and i love that soul reference and i say it almost every time two fish were swimming in the ocean an old fish and a young fish the young fish bumps into the old fish and say hey man what's going on what's wrong with you he said excuse me brother my bad i'm out here i'm trying to find the ocean the old fish looks confused turns around and says the ocean my man <laughs> you're in the ocean the young fish says no this is water I'm looking for the ocean. We get so caught up in the idea of some things that we forget to love the actual thing that we are already, we've already contracted. He has had this time with a beautiful woman and she seems to have a beautiful soul and he cannot fathom letting that dopamine go. And I get it, that's love always the the age-old tale is it better to love than lost or to have never loved at all but i always lean towards the side of it's always better to have loved because the experience gains me information about myself that i didn't even know i had whether it is good bad or indifferent these are things and aspects and events that help us learn to grow and if we choose not to grow then why do we choose the experiences why run towards success why run towards progression why run towards motivation if you don't want to deal with the pain because it's all painful every time you stretch you grow you experience you're going to have some pain because you have to grow and she tried to assist him along with such a thoughtful gift of a book that she needed help to finish because she knew she wasn't going to make it and what other way to honor her memory by finishing the book but once again my man too focused on the goal was like nah 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 don't talk like that and what what you don't know is he walks out because they he gets a call from the laboratory and they have some life-changing event for the test subject and he gets the good news that they may have found a cure but she dies that's some justice for your ass poetic justice and how do you reconcile with that how do you now as the main character figure out a resolution to a problem that you cannot fix now your whole aspect of life was to cure her and give her a second chance in life and she dies anyway when you find the cure that's fucked up be honest with you that's real fucked up that's some writing that's some real writing i mean you see it coming but yeah it's not it's not a good look but we got another clip for you and here we go captain we are lost the Franciscan and his tates are false. There is no hope for us here. There is only death. I have to course rush back to the ships. Coward. Damn the maps. We're close. I will find it. Captain! 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 Father. So in the beginning, I told y'all that this was kind of three stories told into one. So that clip was from the wife's book 
perspective of the story which she wrote the book telling the story how her husband is so persistent in trying to cure her and that's why she gave him the book in the end because it was not a story that she could tell she couldn't write the ending because the ending leaves her dead and him trying to find this deeper meaning to life himself so in this clip the story that the wife told was spain is in great peril and this conquistador is set out to find the tree of life in order to bring spain great power and bring spain back to life and the conquistador sets out on this journey now they're in the middle of the jungle looking through forest and dense and dense fog trying to figure out where this uh tree of life is and as in love and through journeys in life when you're dealing with other people people lose hope not everybody got the stand power that you do if you know you want them go get them i was watching an interview with kobe kobe bryant the other day and he said if i got to motivate you to get into the gym then i don't want to work with you and i get where he's coming from if i gotta motivate you to do something fundamental for your life I can't help you. You have to help yourself in that regards. And then we can build upon that foundation. But if I got to wake you up, get you out of bed like you, my child, ain't nothing I could do for you. And there's so many other greats who had that same mentality of I can't help you if you can't help yourself first. So in this aspect of the clip, his subordinates are like, man, there's no hope, bro. We've been out here too long. I'm hungry. I miss my wife, even though my country's in great peril behind me. There's no real other option but to move forward because the other option behind me is worse. I might die. But not, not everybody got that mentality that it is Vegas or bust. You got to fake it till you make it. And sometimes you got to push a little bit even more after that. Sometimes all you can give is not enough and you got to dig so much deeper that you have to want to die in order to make it. And some people not down with that mentality and i get it and that is the whole thing about hope because love is nothing but the hope that the person that you choose to put your trust into is upholding their part of the deal it is that pure and simple that you hope they feel the same way you hope they're reciprocating the values that you present your hope that they love you as you love them that's all this game is. I hope you're getting the same thing that I'm getting and we can move forward together. But that's not always the case in relationships. And we find out that sometimes that hope is misguided and that hope is misplaced. As I tell people all the time, a promise ain't nothing but a lie waiting to happen. Because I can promise you anything, but the, as soon as I don't uphold my part of the bargain, I quickly turn that into a lie. You see, the journey is always filled with hope. Everybody always feels hopeful at the beginning of the saga. It's like, hmm, we're embarking on this new adventure. New things are going to happen. I'm so excited about what's going to happen. However, those who cannot see the journey through first have no vision. They don't believe as deeply as you believe. And most likely they will not make it. And some of those people turn into secret haters and they don't want to see you make it either. So you have to realize where you put your faith into, where you put your hope into, because in this story, 
where you're looking for the tree of life or you're looking for your goal, your story gets intertwined with others and others goals. And if y'all can make it together to seek the, the truth together, to seek this goal, this eternal life together, you can make it. But you also have to remember that if they don't have that same zeal, that same zest, that same oomph, that same chutzpah as you do, at some point in time, they're going to get tired. And you have to make a decision whether you're going to carry them or you're going to leave them. All right, I got one last clip for y'all, and then we are going to synopse this up. complete enough when we die to achieve a measure of grace. Few of us ever do. Most of us end up going out the way we came in, kicking and screaming. But somehow, Izzy, young as she was, she achieved that grace. In her last days, she became whole. So at Izzy's funeral, that was a great, I want to say a great synopsis. I, I thought that was very cleverly spoken and written about how some of us do go out the same way we come in, kicking and screaming. And for me, it is a sad thought to have when I think about people dying and they just don't ever find that peace within themselves. Could you imagine going through your entire life unpeaceful and then have to spend your death, your last moment in this reality as unpeaceful as the way you came in? That's why I'm always telling people, man, get your life together. It is not that deep. Those are my two catchphrases. Just why is the argument worth it? when you have life to live so in the in the movie the fountain the the husband storms off he's still acting like a child and he still can't let go so in the three stories uh the monk the monk husband is traveling through now Saboba. he finds the tree of life and it transcends him and he goes in to resurrect his wife However, he cannot resurrect, resurrect his wife because the moment he reaches the pinnacle of Zaboba, the tree dies. As in the same fashion within the reality of the story, his wife dies in the moments he finds the cure and the story intertwines with the book because the conquistador finds the tree of life, conquers the Aztecs, takes the nectar from the tree but he turns into the very terrain that the tree sits on now you can take whatever you want out from the story but i like to believe that this is a pure example of a man loving a woman so deeply and so concernedly that he loses sight of what's valuable and that happens in love. Sometimes we get so intertwined with our partners. We get so deep. And tell me if y'all heard this one before. I feel like I lost myself. Because one of us loved more deeply than the other. 
and I got sucked into your world. I was just supposed to I was just supposed to be an astronaut, but I turned native. And now I'm so confused and I have no idea which way is up or which way is down. And I don't even know where to find myself because I don't know where I started. I don't know when this happened. How many of y'all feel that way? So take a look at the fountain, go on Amazon, type it in the fountain, Hugh Jackman, y'all know. It, it, up there if you got prime it's free you can watch it for days on end analyze it and comment us back we would love to hear your feedback on what you believed in what you got out of the story you can dm us on our social media you can send me a message on anchor where we host our podcast or you can go to our website pceocentral.com fill out the form put your feedback in there or we'll let you know if you want to be on the show we're always looking for guests and remember you can hate us you can love us and you can hear us y'all stay wild